0: Hello and welcome to The Blast From Our Past Podcast. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more. All from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. And I'm Adam. And today we have another Top 10 episode for you. We're going to be counting down our Top 10 animated Disney movies. From the 20th century specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, we figured I figured 2000 was a good cutoff point for... Sort of nostalgia. Anything past then, I was in college. Adam, you were finishing up high school, Mm -hmm. and at that point, probably was we were probably past the the main demographic for sort of these animated Disney movies.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good cutoff for this one. I think you know down the line we might have some albums that fit in there because there are some high school albums for me that mean a lot um, Mm -hmm. for my nostalgia. But mostly, you know, movies and the and the genre and or the the eras that fit for this podcast are before the year 2000. I think that is a strong, strong cutoff for kind of older stuff. So that way, you know, we have our nineties, Disney, um, kind of like that Renaissance and then anything before that makes sense. So yeah, cool. Yep. All right. So, and and specifically, um, we're also doing, you know, just the kind of like the hand-drawn animation. We're not, there's no Pixar in this one,
0: right? No Pixar in this one. Uh, we didn't count, um, Movies like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Mm -hmm. Um, because to me that's even though animation plays a part of Roger Rabbit, Roger uh, that movie is is you know still mostly rooted in live action.
1: Yeah, and also similar enough, uh, we're not doing things like um, Nightmare Before Christmas, even though that was Disney, that wasn't from the Disney animation department. Yeah, so like we're sticking to very it has to be like a a hand drawn style, you know, before the year two thousand.
0: Right. So uh, I was uh, I actually had a little bit of a tough time with this list. Yeah. Um, especially the the bottom half a yeah, little bit. I was the same way. Like my
1: my top five, I like just cranked out easy, and then like my numbers six through ten, I was that that one was much more difficult for me.
0: I'm kind of just ready to jump into this one. Yeah. I don't really have any sort of pomp and circumstance well, to really go us out. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I just want to call out that obviously Disney has meant a lot for a lot of people and Disney animated movies, you know, are a huge part of honestly most, you know, American kids' childhood. Or probably just most, mm-hmm. most a lot of most kids' childhood period across the world. Yeah. Um and, and there's yeah, there's just tons of these movies. Uh I mean there's yeah a good a good bit and and uh yeah I mean I'm kind of curious to see, particularly you know, I, you know, since we grew up in the 80s and 90s, I do expect there to be maybe maybe a heavy, um, you know, uh, to be, maybe that create the bulk of the list. You'll see that that definitely creates the bulk of my list. But, mm-hmm. you know, we all watched Snow White, um, you know. Right. Jungle Book, Lady and the Tramp, 101 Dalmatians, like a lot of those older ones. Like, of course, we all watched that shit so many times. So some of those... Absolutely mean a lot to a lot of people. So I'm kind of yeah. I'm very curious which of those made it made it into our list and which ones didn't. Uh, and then if right. like if they're if the 80s and 90s ones are a stronger list, which I'll just straight up say they kind you'll see that with mine they are. Okay. And one other thing I do want to mention, John, before we dive in to our top 10 list, uh, I mentioned it on our last episode, but. Corey Stevenson, uh, buddy of the podcast, you know, he's done multiple episodes with John and myself. He and I have our own Seinfeld-specific podcast called Caught a the Seinfeld Podcast, where we are going through every single episode of Seinfeld. If you want to watch along with us and then listen to us talk about the crazy things that the Seinfeld cast did, uh, feel free to check it out and mm-hmm. uh, and listen to us being stupid. And that's about it.
0: Adam, where can they find this podcast? They
1: can find this podcast on anything that you can find podca- podcasts on. Um, you know, uh, do, I, do I need to tell people how to find a damn podcast? You, <laughs> Google, Google, how do I find a podcast? Figure it out, people. It's not hard. But we're on you're, whatever
0: you're. You're listening to this podcast, <laughs> so, so you, obviously you know where you know, where to find it.
1: Yes, so uh, figure it <laughs> out yourselves, people. Um, but I, I assume I actually expect you know our listenership is a very intelligent Mensa level. Uh, of group of people. And so I'm sure they can figure out how to problem solve, you know, using Google.
0: If you, you needed to use ask Jeeves. So you're saying, you're saying they're way smarter than us,
1: way smarter than us. And I'm sure they can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, uh, you know, in, in many different ways. Ask Jeeves Bing, you know, map quest it, uh, whatever the hell you got to do. Um, and, and you'll, you'll figure it out.
0: And I will say uh, it, it has been no secret. I am not really a fan of Seinfeld, mm-hmm. I've already listened to the first two episodes of this podcast. I do enjoy this podcast. Oh.
1: Well, thank you very much, John. I appreciate that.
0: Mostly, it's just because I like listening to you and yeah. Corey talk. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're good. We're good talkers. <laughs> or maybe not. We're good talkers. We just talk a lot. How about that?
0: <laughs> yes, yes. It's kind of funny. It's kind of it's two alpha talkers in the room at the same time. Yeah, it is.
1: It is. It is very because he and I we've talked about that dynamic because. You know, he has his podcast, his main podcast, NSFW, and he's definitely the alpha talker on that one uh, with, with Noah. And uh, Noah kind of like is kind of much more like, you know, he is, uh, you know, talks about stuff and jumps in. And on, on this podcast, I don't know, I consider myself the alpha podcast where I take, I jump in and I cut you off way more than you cut me off. <laughs> and, I, and I like to hear my voice way more I'm, than you like to hear yours.
0: I'm way too polite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't give a fuck. All right. Well, without further ado, let's jump into our list. I'm going to go ahead and start off. Okay. Uh, So this one, I think it's definitely considered animation, although I will admit there is some live action elements to it, but it it plays its own part. I fully expect this one to not be on your list. And this one is important to me only because of my uh, history as a musician. And studying music Mm. and my number 10 is actually fantasia i'm don't know
1: why i didn't even think that that was going to make our list it definitely didn't make my list but that that rationale i totally understand why that's on your list now like that that, i I get that 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 makes all the sense in the world and fantasia is a very important film i mean i think it's a a great film yeah but yeah it definitely not even close wasn't
0: even like in my (laughs) top you know
1: 25 or 30
0: <laughs> it's. Um, I thought it for me. I thought it was important enough that it needed to be on my list, but it's not one that I go back to on a regular basis yeah. to rewatch. Um, so that's kind of why it, it ended up at number ten. I thought I was like, you know what? It, it's important to me. Um, I do reference it a lot. I do show clips from it a lot, especially uh, where I teach, um, because it's it's a good way to get kids to listen to classical music, (laughs) which was the whole, which was the whole point of it was taking these, 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 uh, you know, these instrumental classics and animating them in a way where kids would, you know, Oh, you know, hear the fun of the music itself.
1: Yeah. So that makes sense. All right.
0: right. So that was, yeah, that's my rationale for that one. Uh, What is your number 10, sir?
1: Cool. Um, Yeah. So my number 10, I went uh, pretty old school as well on my number 10 um, I went with a movie that I really did enjoy. You know, as a kid, I, 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 I we might have owned this. I actually, I'm fairly certain we did. Uh, and maybe the the scene that I remember the most is um, is Merlin washing dishes and like you know shit like that. And then also just like all the different townspeople trying to pull out this sword and then this little kid doing it. Um, it's not it's not a perfect movie. That's probably why it's only my number ten. But it is one that I hold in a pretty high nostalgic value that I, you know, eventually would hope that we could kind of get to it. Uh, and it's a fun movie. Uh, I went with The Sword in the Stone from 1963.
0: All right. Uh, that is a solid choice. And it is higher on my list. Okay. So I'm going to reserve the right to okay. talk about it later. Sounds good. We can talk later. Okay. All right. So uh, move on to number nine. All right. Number nine for me, is a, a movie that I actually, I mean, it, it's out of the ones that came out in the, uh, in the 90s, sort of 90s renaissance. Obviously, some of the ones that were sort of, I would say, princess-centric, which, uh, looking at my list, my wife was like, well, I'm, I'm happy you have a couple of princess movies on there. You know, being a boy, you kind of tend towards the ones that you identify more with, yeah. I think. Of course, I mean. Yeah. So, and in this one, um, it has a little bit of a horror element to it. I think a little bit of a suspense element to it. It has some comedy. Um, it isn't just, and even the princess quote unquote isn't really a princess. Mm-hmm. And I think that's uh, one of the things that I liked about it. And the story itself. Uh, my number nine is Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay, yeah, that was uh, the early '90s
1: one. I was that like '92 or '91 or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, that I mean That was that's a huge movie, and I have a lot of people who who love it. It for me, I never really gave a shat about Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I just I never cared for it. I didn't even watch the remake that they did. Um, I know it's a good movie. The thing I I, I understand that. I just don't. Care for it, and so yeah, that's not even wasn't yeah, not even uh, close to it. I, I had Fantasia way before I had even Beauty and the Beast on my list, so uh, <laughs> okay, if, if that says fair. anything. So yeah, I'm, you know, that's sure. fine. Okay, but, okay,
0: cool. all right. Why? Well, right, what's your number nine then?
1: My number nine, um, I another another older one, uh, and it's a really, I don't know. It's a it's a classic story, and it's a it's a classic story that. It had to to be one of, like, yeah, one of, like, the older Disney ones or, or, you know, very early ones. But the animation is solid. Uh, You get some very amazing characters and very interesting characters. And that's probably why so many people have, like, made different versions of this story and why they've actually even remade this into a live action, which I really hated the live action one. Crispin Glover in it is so fucking weird and I didn't like Johnny Depp in it Um, I did like who they cast as the main character but uh, the the original Alice in Wonderland is so fucking classic I think it is Hmm. so good with some really 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 good voice acting in it particularly from Mm -hmm. the Cheshire Cat from the Mad Hatter Um, it is really strong uh, i i you know it's it's you know a shorter movie. It's just not much over an hour but it's from 1951 but to me like that just screams great classic animated disney animation um and i and i really do like that story so i went with alice, alice in wonderland alice in wonderland is
0: my number nine okay uh, actually didn't make my list okay all right. Uh, not really one I've gone back to. I don't mind the story of Alice in Wonderland, and and it's it, you know if it's if the movie was on and my kids were watching it, I would sit down and watch it with them because I mean it is it again as you said it is a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, just not really one I go back to.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So,
0: all right, moving on to number eight, mm-hmm. the Ocho. The Ocho. <laughs> Disney the Ocho <laughs> or ESPN the Ocho. Right. Yeah. ESPN the Ocho. All right, my number eight is uh, another sort of classic Disney one. Um, I think I probably I probably have maybe more classic Disney mm. on my list than you do. Okay. I think you have you have much more of the 80s and 90s. I have a little bit more of the classic stuff. I do have some of the 80s and 90s on there, as we've seen with Beauty and the Beast. Yep. Yeah. And and some more that you'll see later. But uh, I I don't know. I always kind of fall in love with one. And this is one that going back, I've rewatched it a couple times. Um, actually, even recently. Uh, we showed it to our, our kids. It's a little bit slower. It has—I shouldn't say it's slower. It has slow moments. Mm-hmm. But I've—I've I've had i have always had a nostalgic love for the story. I've had a nostalgic love for the characters. Uh, some of the iterations that they've come out with uh, of the story, late—not lately—but some of the ones they did in the '80s and '90s, I, I loved and I would watch those. Some of the ones they came out with in the last ten years, I haven't really been all that excited about. But. Uh, there's something that I always just found exciting about Peter Pan. Uh, oh yeah, I mean yeah, it, it, that is a classic. Uh,
1: didn't make my list, but that is a classic um, Disney movie that we watched plenty of times as a kid. And uh, I like uh, Captain Hook in that movie. He kept that's a great Disney villain yeah. in Captain Hook. So. I
0: th- I I think probably Captain Hook is Captain Hook and Shmee mm-hmm. are yeah, he's so funny are probably more. <laughs> More recognizable in the movie, or they're they're more recognized from the movie than even Peter Pan is.
1: Yeah, I I kind of agree. Like, I don't when I think Peter Pan, I probably don't even think of that Peter Pan. First off, maybe I do, but like that Captain right. Hook, and that's me absolutely. Like that's that is my yeah. Captain Hook. <laughs>
0: well, well, I mean they uh, they they still use that Captain Hook and and that in sh- that schme Yeah, you know they they have a they have a. I don't know if it's still running, but they had a television show called Jake and the Neverland Pirates, which, I mean, Peter Pan would make an appearance, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't about him. But Hook and Shmi were in it all the time. Yeah, okay. So, you know, it's, it's really, and you know, why they made... You know, they made the classic movie hook which is on our list to talk about and we we will get to it cuz that is a movie that we both lo- I'm sure we both love that movie.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I love Hook. So yeah, it, it's on it, it's on the list. We just got to figure out when we want to do it. So
0: it's good classic characters yeah. and I mean I mean that's why it's a little bit lower on my list yeah. but I still love
1: it. I'd say other than uh, Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell she's I mean she oh, yeah. is on the fucking logo or, or like you know she yeah. comes out and like does her little <laughs> wand, So
0: she, she is the brand. Yeah, you see her
1: <laughs> everywhere. Um but yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, Peter Pan, very important, you know, strong movie. I, I I you know, I'm not gonna I don't think there's gonna be any of these that I'm just like, well, that's a shitty shit movie, John. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know, <laughs> I'll just be like, Oh yeah, that's a good classic. Sure, sure. So yeah, I give you a sure on Peter Pan, but it's a good one. It's a good one. All right. Okay. All right, your your pick, sir. My pick number eight is a movie that I know is not on your list. Um, and I know it's not on your list because it's not even on our list to do. It's one you don't even really give a shit about. Uh, it's it's one. It's a movie that we will that that I will do with Corey eventually um, in our sequels because we've already talked about the original. I like ah. the sequel better than the original. And, of course, I'm talking about The Rescuers Down Under. Uh, I think that movie, I mean, that came out in, like, 1990. It was perfect for me. You know, it's a silly, Mm -hmm. fun movie. I think it's definitely more enjoyable. But granted, I haven't seen it in a long time. So this is just me nostalgically remembering that it's better than the original. And because we watched the original not too long ago... And I remember, eh, it was okay. (laughs) I don't remember Uh eh, loving it. I'm kind of still holding out hope that Down Under is a better film. Um, Right. But, you know, so for right now, it might, after I watch it eventually,
0: it might go up or down. (laughs) But as of right Right. now, it's a strong number eight for me. Okay. Uh, Not surprising. Didn't make my list. Yeah, yeah. uh, but I'll I will say this spoiler: the original didn't make my list either. Okay, yeah, media, yeah, media. <laughs> because I mean, I I always I do have a nostalgic fondness for that movie, but it's it's not my top ten. Yeah, of those. So, all right, uh, not an unexpected call. Okay, I kind of expected to see that somewhere on your list, and it, number eight seems pretty appropriate. Yeah, cool. So, all right, number seven. Uh, this is a movie that I've kind of had a... I'm not, I wouldn't say... Lo- it's not love-hate. Love-hate is not the, the right term. It's kind of like an up-and-down. Mm. Sometimes i really into it. Sometimes it's sort of, eh. You know, it might it might jump up-and-down in my list, you know, depending on my mood. However, I will say this. The voice acting, I think, is really solid in this movie. I love the way some of the, the, the characters... The voice... The way the, the voice um, portrays the characters. And... Some of the most fun songs, a lot of these have songs in them, and it's it's Disney. They're just going to have songs. Yeah. Some of the most fun songs, I think, are in this movie, but I I think the older I get, the more I I appreciate the movie for what it is. My number seven is The Jungle Book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: uh, Another one that didn't make my list, obviously another old classic one, and it's a good movie. I mean, I definitely enjoyed it as a kid. I only, maybe a year ago, watched the live action one, and it was okay. I didn't. I didn't love bother. It. Yeah, it, it's it's. To me, the movie itself is meh, but the animation and the beauty of the CGI is probably worth watching because it looks mm-hmm. incredible. Um, I didn't care for the voice acting all that much. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't think Bill Murray was a great Baloo. I didn't think. Um, Christopher Walken was a great King Louis. I didn't really care for what they. I mean, they they, they were probably the best voice actors that they could have. You know, that like big name people that they could have done for it. But to me, they still don't really hold a candle to like the original people. Um, right. Yeah. And and it's fine. You know what? Uh, that that movie is solid. It, the the new version is okay, but the original is really really good. And I and I think that's great. Didn't make my list, but I, I can see that. So good call. Good call. Okay. Okay. All right. My number seven. My number seven is a movie that we've actually talked about. And it probably was, if we hadn't of watched it for this show, it probably would have been much higher on my list. But we watched it and I kind of brought it down a few pegs because the movie itself is only okay. It's not great. Mm-hmm. What I love about it are the fucking Powerline songs. Uh, I those two songs, and particularly "Eye to Eye," but also "Stand Out" is so good. I absolutely fucking adore them. They are my two favorite. Pretty much, "Eye to Eye" is my hands down favorite Disney song, period. And so, of course, I'm talking. My number seven is a goofy movie.
0: Also, not a surprise. Yeah, um, I, I, I was not shocked that that made us on the list. Obviously, I mean, it's not on my list because yeah. I hadn't even watched it no. until we did the review yes. for. Yeah for the podcast
1: i am the one that pushed for it to be on the episode um to mm-hmm. do it and you know it's definitely my movie and so I, I and it would have been probably in my easily in my top five before we watched it uh, to realize <laughs> that it was like hey eh, it's okay it's not as good as some of the others but but yeah so anyway fucking eye to eye baby power line power line
0: till i die <laughs> all right that's fair enough uh all right we're kind of powering on here all right, so I think my how I feel about my number six is probably about how you felt about um, uh, Rescuers Down Under, mm-hmm. And that I have a real nostalgic love for this movie, but I haven't seen it in a while, and so if I watch it again, it may go up or down, depending on it depending on you know what I think of it when I see it again. Mm-hmm. I always loved this movie, and, and it was—it was—it's—it is kind of a—it's a, a, le- a lesser-known one of of their—it's not lesser-known, less popular, mm-hmm. of their movies. But I—I I just love the characters. There's Something about cuddly hound <laughs> and a fox. Uh-huh. And so my number six is *The Fox and the Hound*.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. It's um, that wasn't a huge Disney one, but we definitely had it. I remember we have. I remember seeing like the VHS in our group of little Disney VHSs. Uh, that's a it's a it's a good movie. I mean, cute, cute fox, cute hound. Didn't make my list. Wasn't even close, but is still a solid choice. So I'm with you though. I I haven't seen it in so long, so I kind of forgot how good it is. I mean, it might be good. It might be worthy to be in a, in my top ten, but I haven't seen it in so long. I kind of forget all about the plot except for like you know at the end when the hound you know has to chase the fox <laughs> that's right that's kind of all i remember
0: yeah um and it, maybe it's one that we'll cover you know down the line mm, yeah when yeah. we've when we've covered most of the other sort of classic uh, disney ones and some of the other stuff but mm-hmm. um i don't know I, it's just sort of like one of those quiet disney hits that i've always loved yeah cool 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 all right I, number six my number six, your turn.
1: My number six uh, is a movie that you know what I wouldn't be shocked if this one's on your list up higher fairly high uh, and if it's not that's hmm, I don't know maybe surprise me because I'm pretty sure this is one <laughs> you appreciate um, and I, I this is yeah one of and actually this is my favorite uh, classic Disney movie if, if it's in that classic range. Uh, everything else above here is is much more newer <laughs> so uh, you'll see that yeah obviously besides the Goofy movie I had much well and Rescue Down Under uh, yeah I mean I've only had a few of the older classic ones on my list but this is one of them and this is the highest of them um, and it has some really kind of some good songs but like the story is a great story because it's it's you know it's in the uh, public domain so we've seen a whole bajillion iterations of uh, this character, you know, going through the forest and stealing from the rich and giving to the poor um, and mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff. But it's so much more fun when it's a fox, a standing up <laughs> fox doing it. And you got some really good voice acting. Um, and so I went with Robin Hood as my number six. Uh, yeah. You will see that higher on Okay. My list. Okay all right. Uh, one other one just one thing I do want to mention about Robin Hood. To me it's also a little bit immortalized in uh, internet culture because <laughs> there's there's the one song De uh, yeah. if you speed it up it, it it is what they used sped up version for the hamster dance. If you know, if you know the, everybody who ever, who had the internet in like the year 2000 knows the hamster dance. (laughs) It's it's catchy. It's good shit. I'm sorry. The hamster dance is good shit. I mean, that is, that is internet gold people. (laughs) And that, and that song came from Robin Hood. So good shit. Yep.
0: Yep. I
1: agree.
0: (laughs) And we'll talk about that a little later too. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, what are we? Are we on number five? number five? Number five. Yes. All right. So my number five. I will be shocked if this is not on your list. Mm. And maybe you didn't think about this. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't one you thought of. But and this is much more of a nostalgia than it is like one of their popular ones. Like mm-hmm. like I when I my son saw my list and he pointed and he goes I didn't even know this was a movie. <laughs> or I didn't know they made a movie out of this and I said they did and we loved it as children my number 5 is DuckTales the movie.
1: So I I DuckTales movie made my list or didn't make my list on here. It's it's a nostalgic thing. I pulled it off because um I know it was Disney but I don't know if it was it was it that was it the Disney animation team that did that one?
0: I wasn't sure. Uh it was I th- I don't think it wasn't directly Walt a- Walt Disney Animation. Yeah, but
1: I mean, it was it was,
0: it was sent Di- out. Yeah, it was it was Disney because I think it was it was uh, it was the department that oversaw the television shows. Who yeah, made a movie out of it, and and I, I did struggle to uh, whether or not I was going to put this on the list because it's not technically um, Walt Disney. It's not strictly Walt Disney Animation Studios who put it out. It is Disney. Yeah, it was yeah, a feature, sure. and it was, and and so I finally said, like, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for it." Okay, um, and it's one we do we do nostalgic love. It's you know, oh, I yeah. mean, it's Ducktales. Everyone knows D- D- Ducktales is Disney, so I, I I figured, you know what, I'm gonna throw it on there. That's my number yeah. five.
1: So I had that same internal battle, but I went the other side, and okay. so I kept it off my list because of the semantics, and so it if. It would have made my list. It, it definitely probably would have been around that the same range, you know, okay. uh, in this somewhere between five and ten, probably, um, you know, if I would have if I if I would have gone the same route you did and fought for it to be on the list. So yeah, no, yes. good good call. And and for that single line, and I'll always bring it up. <laughs> uh, but the camels will be lonesome is uh, the one single line that me and my sister in particular just I know. would always well, always say to each other. She
0: she would just poke you to say it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, just, she would just make you say it because she thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, what's your
1: number five, sir? Uh, My number five, and this might be on your list. It might not. Um, This is the movie that really blew Disney back up, where Disney was kind of on the decline. This one exploded it. And of our friends and our, like, uh, just age range of people I know many, many uh, Particularly probably females Who put this movie as their number one Disney movie Potentially, or pro- at least are their favorite um, animated Disney movie Maybe even our sister uh, This might be her favorite or, or one of them um, You know, it's not really a good story When you think about it Because the lesson that you learn from it is You know it doesn't matter if you have a voice. As long as you're a cute girl, it's all about getting a man. And it's not its not really... When you rewatch it as an adult, you're just like, oh, there's some fucked up things they're telling young women in this movie. But the songs are so fucking good. The animation is really good animation. Um, you know, there's... Even though they had a, a an obvious penis on the cover, and we had that d v d or that that v h s and we'll probably my our mom will never get rid of that v h s because it's it's got the penis on it and it's just funny uh but anyway of course I'm talking about the little mermaid is my number five
0: okay did not make my list okay
1: all right i'm not i'm not terribly shocked you know you you're a little bit older um yeah. and it was a very very girl centric movie you know our sister loved it as a kid and so i probably watched it you know probably with her when i was younger and so it just made a little bit yeah. more of an impact for me uh
0: i did however i will say this i do find the character and the the voice actors who did her of ursula oh, to yeah. be a particularly good part of that movie mm-hmm. yeah that's um, yeah, a I, gr- she's a great villain yeah she's a good character uh, who I forget the name of the lady they got to to voice her, but she did a fantastic yeah, job. Yeah, with that? Very yeah, unsettling. It. Very mm-hmm. unsettling. Yeah. So I'll give you that. But, cool. Yeah. Ultimately, it wasn't going to make my list. All right. Number four um, is uh, another one of those movies that came out of the out of the '90s that just kept elevating. You know, uh, Disney was putting out hit after hit after hit. You know, mm-hmm. and good movies. You know, um, uh, I believe Beauty and the Beast was uh, was nominated. Wasn't Beauty and the Beast nominated for an Oscar? I think it was. Yeah, I think it like was for the, Best Picture. But
1: I think it was. Yes, exactly. I think it was the probably one of the first Disney movie yeah. the animated movies, named and, for Best Picture. Which I mean, it wasn't going to win, but
0: right, it's, it's an honor to be nominated. Yeah, and you know, they were just putting out these these classic ones. You know, one after the other. It seems like the next one was just getting bigger and bigger. And this is one of those ones. Um, it's really big right now because the next. <laughs> The next version is coming out, and so my number four is The Lion King. Oh, I
1: thought you were going to go with my number four. Interesting, because you can say that about two movies right now. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I'm going to reserve the right to talk about The Lion King later. Okay. How about that? Okay. <laughs> um, I, and I'll just transition perfectly because I was all ready to be like, yes, that is my movie too, because they are also making a new live-action Aladdin. Yeah, oh, yeah. Aladdin is my number four. Um, so, uh, but yeah, uh, so if you want, do you want to talk more about Lion King first and then I'll talk
0: more about <laughs> Aladdin? Well, I will reserve the right to talk about Aladdin <laughs> later. So let's hold them both off until we okay. get to that point. Okay, we'll get to our higher ones. Sounds okay. good. Okay. So my number three is one that they've actually, you've already mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. It was lower on your list. And I, I totally understand why, uh, you know, I, I think you and I, our age range, is good for this podcast because mm-hmm. uh, some of the older things that you remember, I will tend to have more of a nostalgic love for. Some of the newer things that maybe I was a little too old for when they came out, you will have a nostalgic love for. Yeah. So it, I think it helps balance this out. Um, and it shows, uh, especially because this one is an older classic, but I love this one. I've always loved it. I love the characters. I love... Uh, I love the character of Merlin. I love Mm -hmm. Archimedes the owl.
1: Yeah, that owl is Um, really cool. (laughs)
0: um, This is definitely one that will probably end up being one that we break down a little bit more. um, Because I just, I've always had a nostalgic love for this movie. Uh, We've shown it to our kids. Sometimes, uh, I'll admit it, sometimes my wife and I have actually just put it on just to watch ourselves. Because we love this one so much. We loved it as children. And of course I'm talking about The Sword in the Stone.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a good choice. And I do, I definitely remember this being, you know, a, a John movie, and I'm not surprised at all that it's high on your list, and particularly even this high on your list, uh, because I, I just, I do remember you appreciating this one when we were younger. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's, I think it's a really cool call.
0: Okay. Yeah, just, I, I don't know, I don't really have anything more to say about it, so. Okay, all right. All right, You're
1: number three, sir. Your, my number three is your number four uh okay. It is the Lion King <laughs> um, yeah uh, it that movie is the pinnacle of like the Disney Renaissance films uh, mm-hmm. well pretty I mean it's the best movie it's not my favorite and it's not or maybe hey let me let me retract that it's the best film I would say mm-hmm. The Lion King is the best film. Film out of maybe all Disney animated movies. When I think of like the best storyline and the best film again. Now, granted, probably that's because they stole it straight out of fucking William Shakespeare. You know, <laughs> it's Hamlet. Right. You know, that's why it's a great goddamn story.
0: Um, but but I mean, that's not uncommon. I mean, no, think about <laughs> some of the great <laughs> stories we've had in the 20th century. Think about like West Side Story. West Side Story yeah. is just Romeo and Juliet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so it makes sense. And the, the story is so good. The voice acting is probably the best voice acting, at least of like, you know, the last multiple decades, at least since mm-hmm. I've been alive. Um, you know, it, it's just Rowan Atkinson as Zazu was awesome. Um, obviously James Earl Jones was amazing. Yeah. Uh, you get, uh, the guys who did Timon and Pumbaa, um, I can't, why well, can't even remember Nathan Lane. Uh, yes. Nathan Lane. Thank you. Ob- Nathan Lane in particular. Yeah. Nathan Lane was amazing. And then the guy, oh my God, I, why can't, Cor- uh, the guy who played, uh, Corbin in, uh, or, or um, uh, in soap, um, Bennett or, uh, not Bennett. Sorry. Not oh. Corbin. Uh, what's his name? Bennett Benson. His name was Benson, Benson in soap. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robert, um, Robert Guillaume Guillaume, yes his Rafiki is so fucking good like his yeah. laugh is so good as Rafiki that I'm uh, I mean, I really, really appreciate Lion King and I'm sure it's going to be interesting and I don't think I'm going to go see it in the theater if it comes to Netflix or when I do get the Disney app mm-hmm. um, I will probably watch it there but I'm not going to go to the theater to watch the new Lion King
0: I, I probably will but only because yeah, I have children there are going to want yeah, to see
1: you're, it you're a bit more forced into it, um, but it is it is so good. And in in my opinion, if I went on strictly filmmaking and not just some you know favorite slash nostalgic love, right? Um, Lion King would probably be my top Disney movie period. Um, and that you know, and so yeah. But I mean, it's it's yeah. That's well, that, I
0: have a strong love for it. Talking along the same lines, you know, Jeremy Irons a scar. The oh, voice yes. of oh, Scar, yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, and then you even get, like, Whoopi Goldberg as one of the hyenas. Yeah. I can't remember which yeah. one. You know, just yeah. a solid voice cast. You know, and, and this was, I think this is sort of after uh, Disney figured out, oh, if we put a bunch of famous people in, <laughs> um, you know, people will be more inclined to go see that. However, and yeah, it, on the one hand, it's kind of like, oh, that seems like a, a, a waste of good voice actors to just put mm-hmm. people known. But they picked people. Who were good actors, and really could bring something to the voice. I think the only voice in it that bothers me now is Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who played young Simba. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, older Simba, Matthew Broderick, I thought was fine. To yeah, me, it he did still good. seems like a weird. It seems like a weird voice for a <laughs> for a lion. Like James Earl Jones's booming voice mm-hmm. as Mufasa makes sense. Uh, Jeremy Irons, like, sort of gravelly voice as Scar makes sense, but it always seemed to me that, uh, Matthew Broderick and J- Jonathan Taylor Thomas seemed just a little <laughs> bit too light <laughs> uh-huh. for a lion, but maybe, maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point maybe, maybe. of the character. So, yeah. Um, yeah. other than that, it's, it's a, it's a goddamn classic. It
1: is. It absolutely is. So, cool. And it, I mean, it's not a surprise that it made, you know, my three and your four, like two, you know, top four yeah. uh, picks because it is that good.
0: Uh, all right, so... Oh, we're already on to number two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. we are up high, baby.
0: All right, uh, my number two, also one you've mentioned before. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. Um, I love the silly song in it. I love the characters. Um, I, I, <laughs> I love that... They had Phil Harris play a bear in The Jungle Book and thought, you know what? We'll just bring him back to play a bear in Robin Hood as Little oh, John. Yeah. <laughs> same voice actor for basically yeah. a bear that basically looked the same. Yeah, They yeah, pretty yeah. much just used blue as uh, Little John. But the uh, animated Robin Hood, I had a hard time deciding which one I wanted on top, whether it was going to be mm, Sword mm-hmm. in the Stone or Robin Hood as my two and three. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, I went with... Uh, uh, I think with Robin Hood just because I think it's a little bit more cohesive of a story all the way through. It's a little bit more emotional than I think Sword in the Stone is. Yeah. Um, Just sort of with the way it goes. And I – you know, not, there's something to be said about a story that starts out with a rooster with a loot. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. tells there's, a story.
1: There's... It's good songs. It's good stuff. Um, yeah, I, I kind of forgot about yeah that uh, was the same voice actor for Baloo and uh, Little John, but it makes sense and it works really well. Yeah, uh, you already you already love him, and you know in Jungle Book, so it's like yeah you just you love him again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just it's good, really really good movie. So I, I do I kind of thought it was going to be higher on your list, and I was right. And uh, I think it's a good good choice.
0: Okay. So all right, your number right. two, sir.
1: Yes, uh, my number two is a movie I. I am, I know for sure is not on your list um, because I've already guessed which one your number one is because, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> because you reserve the right to talk about it later uh, which is one that definitely came out a lot later you were in high school at the time I think and so you definitely didn't care about it but it's one that I think is a lot of fun it has some underrated uh, songs to it I think some really good stuff that they used um, you know some like kind of uh, kind of you know, kind of like black church choir stuff behind it, or at least these three muses. And they have some of the best voices of those songs. Um, But the storyline I think is fun. It's a very, uh, a kid centric version of Greek mythology because Greek mythology is really fucked up when you (laughs) listen to the real stuff or or read about the real stuff. Uh, but the movie Hercules is just a lot of fun and it came out in like a perfect time, you know, where I was young enough to really kind of, uh, appreciate just the 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 fun and like young grown up growing up boy aspect of that film. Yeah. Um. To just really 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 appreciate it, and uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's super fun. I think the voice acting is pretty good. James Woods as, um, uh, as the main villain. Uh, is it Hades? Oh Hades. Yeah. As Hades. Exactly. He is another really really good and one of the best Disney animated villains in my opinion uh yeah Hercules himself was was okay I can't even remember who did the voice but he was fine but Megara meg was a fun like different type of like very sassy a different kind of like female that you didn't see in a lot of uh, Disney movies and so mm-hmm. I kind of appreciated that uh, but yeah I just I ha- I hold hercules in a very high nostalgic value and so that's why it's my number two
0: it did not make my list mm-hmm. because I've never seen it. Oh, what? Uh, I would say pretty much all of the late '90s Disney movies: Mulan, Hercules, uh-huh. Tarzan, Pocahontas. I've never seen them.
1: Wow. Okay. I mean, we're, I mean, this is this, these are on our list to do eventually because right. obviously, obviously, I, I hold them in high fucking nostalgia <laughs> value. <laughs> right. so...
0: Um, I'm not surprised about that. I have heard from actually several people that they thought Hercules was a solid movie. So I'm not really that surprised. Uh, Oh, also The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I've never seen that one either. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, It doesn't surprise me. But, yeah, I've never seen it. So I can't attest to one way or the other. Well, eventually we will fix that. We will remedy that, my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we can pair it with uh, Hercules, the TV show.
1: Oh yes, yeah. We both the watched Kevin that as for sure. Yep. Yeah, disappointed. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, the, that's the most Hercules thing that I use nowadays, but I still use it. All right. All cool. right.
0: Number one. Number one. Uno. Uh,
1: before we get to the Uno, uh, do we want to do any other like? Yeah, let's let's just talk about a couple ones that you know almost made our lists that are, are, are car- a couple close ones, honorable mentions, okay. if you will. Um, and I'll throw out a couple ones that I had that are particularly good movies that um were very close. Uh, ones that I wanted to do. I originally put Oliver and Company mm-hmm. on our on my list, but when I really thought about it, the only thing I remember about Oliver and Company is the "Why Should I Worry" the Billy Joel song. Oh yeah. Um, everything else, I've kind of almost completely forgot about that movie, and I just don't even remember it at all fairly similarly with, like, Aristocats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just kind of remember, like, the, the one, like, big jazz song scene and then everything else just kind of goes away. Um, and I was I was so close to putting The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad on there. Oh, wow. Uh, because I really, really remember watching that one as a kid quite a bit, uh, particularly, like, you know, the Headless Horseman stuff. Right. Uh You know, The Adventures of Ichabod. Like, that. that I remember being, like, a, a very interesting, cool... Uh, and it's kind of scary movie as a kid, um, but I didn't end up putting obviously any of those. But uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. so those those were those are some of my ones that were like close but no
0: cigar. Okay, um, um, kind of the ones I I was pretty actually I was pretty thorough in the ones I had, so I didn't really have too many extra ones. Um, I did. I thought about putting Snow White on there just because mm. of the importance of the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Because it, it was the first uh, theatrical animated movie ever made. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's some other ones that I kind of have I have kind of a nostalgic you know memory for like Pinocchio. Um, mm. I never really remembered liking Dumbo all that much.
1: Me neither. I didn't so, care for it. Or not that I didn't care for it. I just didn't. Yeah, it wasn't one of my big things. So I'm not gonna watch. You know this? I didn't watch this Dumbo remake. Right. Uh, I
0: yeah. I didn't. My wife did, um, and I mm-hmm. think it is still. She is still bitter because I made her go see it with the kids <laughs> and not me, and uh, she was like, "No, it's not good."
1: Yeah, well, I really didn't care for the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland movie, and so I didn't right. go watch the second one, and I had no desire to watch Dumbo, because I'm like, I don't think Tim Burton does good Disney shit, so, um, and, yeah. I, and partly because I didn't care about Dumbo all that much. So The
0: the one that um, I almost did put on my list, and I, I ultimately decided not to, and I don't know why, it is Disney, but I've never really associated this character with Disney, even though... Disney owns it. They, they put out the mm-hmm. stuff. Um, was the, the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had that on a list of, like, the ones that I was looking through. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't remember us really, really watching too much Winnie the Pooh when we were kids. Maybe we did. And I just don't uh, remember. I, but...
0: I probably did when I was littler, mm-hmm. more than you did. Because um, they, they had the – they they had the, they sh- I think they showed that movie a lot – um, at the yeah. daycare center that we yeah. went to, because yes, I remember I definitely... seeing, I remember seeing that movie quite a bit on loop. Yeah, you're right. We definitely watched
1: it on the daycare. I mean, I remember Tigger's song probably more than anything else right. from that entire movie.
0: Yeah. Um, but, uh, did you see the, uh, Christopher Robin movie that came out a couple of years ago?
1: I didn't. I heard it was pretty good, but I never saw it.
0: I, um, we were on vacation a couple of weeks ago and, and I just, out of the blue, I was like, I saw it on Netflix and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I will say this before I say this. Uh, if you are, if you have Netflix and you tra- take Netflix and you travel to another country, check Netflix there, because <laughs> shows that they show here on other streaming services actually usually just get shown on Netflix. So mm-hmm. even though I haven't heard really good things about it, um, when I was in England last summer, I got there and I don't have CBS All Access. But they had all of Star Trek Discovery on Netflix over there. And you can download. So I downloaded them all over there. Um, I watched about two episodes and then just deleted the rest of them. Um, but I, they also had, when I was in Canada, they had um, Titans.
1: Oh, the new DC okay, Street wow.
0: ones. So I downloaded all of those. I haven't watched all of them yet, but I was actually intrigued huh. by the first episode. So I saved them all and I'm going to watch them as I go. Hmm. So and yeah, that's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, outside of the U.S., it's on Netflix. Interesting. Um, Apparently, uh, that's that's pretty common for a lot of these um, shows, which is why, you know, like, uh, which is why, um, you know, like DC, the DC Universe app. They seem to be putting out these shows with high production value. It's because they have Netflix money behind them. Mm, It's because they they may not be showing them in Netflix in the U.S., but everywhere else they're showing them on Netflix. Okay, so if you ever go to the country. Check your Netflix. You might be able to download yeah. something you couldn't see before.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, anyway. Oh, Christopher Robin movie. I, they yes. had it on Netflix. <laughs> uh, so I watched it. It was pretty cute. Okay. We watched it, nice. I mean, I watched it all the way through with interest. Um, it was a sweet yeah. story. You know, it was yeah. classic characters. It You know, they're CG animated, so it was a little bit different. But they used Jim Cummings, who's been Winnie the Pooh yeah. since, like, 1980. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think he was Winnie the Pooh in the in the Disney movie, but every iteration they've had since then, it's been yeah. Jim Cummings. Um, him, he'll, he does he does Pooh and Tigger, okay. um, and they use I mean, well
1: he's a such a good such a good voice actor.
0: Yeah, so they used him for for this movie. Which I, when I heard that they were doing the movie, I was afraid that uh, that they were going to just find some some celebrity who could approximate the Winnie the Pooh voice, but uh, I but they to their credit they used him and it was cute you know Mm -hmm. anyway that was kind of a a divergent uh talk but yeah but no that's cool go check it out people yeah all right are you ready for number one then i am ready for number one all right uh as you've already guessed my number one i'll I'll go ahead and say it um i'm i'm gonna be out outright honest it is 99 percent because of robin williams
1: yeah, yeah, of um, course.
0: <laughs> because every time he's on the screen, he makes me laugh. I feel like every time I watch Aladdin, I pick up some joke that he threw in that I didn't catch the last, you know, eight hundred times I saw the movie. Because he talks so fast and he throws in his jokes so quickly that it's like it's like little little uh, treasure hunt. You can find little things or references that maybe you didn't get the last time. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the story itself is, it's, it's a solid story. Jafar, I think makes a really good villain. Um, he does, for, yeah. for as annoying as he is a Yago, uh, is a, is a nice little sort of comic <laughs> buddy to Jafar. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's
1: not, he's not so, I mean, he, they, they, with Gilbert Gottfried's voice, like you, you know, they, they play up like that kind of annoyance thing, but he is a fun character and he's a good side to like the seriousness of Jafar. Right. Um, so um, yeah, that does work well.
0: Um, you know, honestly, probably the most boring characters are Aladdin and Jasmine. <laughs> even <laughs> yeah, even the Sultan, in in his own funny. funny little way, is, uh-huh. is entertaining. So, um, yeah. but I, you know, what? I, no one is. I don't know if anyone's ever going to top the you know Robin Williams' performance in in Aladdin. Uh, you know, my hats off to Will Smith for taking this on. Yeah,
1: um, that's a scary thing to do. You, it's you a scary have to thing to just, do. Yeah.
0: First of all, I didn't think it was a movie that needed to be remade. No, I mean, fuck lo- no. I, I didn't think any of these things needed to be remade in live action. I know th- this; it, the whole thing just feels like a money grab to me. All yeah. of the all the live action stuff they've started doing with the Disney films. Oh yeah, I mean, The Lion King kind of makes sense. At least what they're just doing is they're updating it to be uh, computer animation. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, if you watch the trailers. The trailers for the Lion King are literally the trailers they used for the yeah. Lion, the original Lion <laughs> yeah. King. They've just it's just the computer version. Yeah, so. they do
1: look stunning. Like the the CGI yeah. uh, animals look absolutely amazing, and it is kind of interesting to see more you know uh, real world accurate versions of these animals compared to the very cartoony stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean I I'm with you. I think they do feel like cash grabs, and uh, I I hands down agree, you know. Props to Will Smith, but I've seen the trailer and it's not enough to make me want to go see it. I don't think Will Smith, at least on the trailer stuff that I saw, I'm like, you're not doing it for me like Robin, well, and well, n- nobody's gonna do it like Robin.
0: No, and I, I think I think that's uh, part of the problem with this character yeah. is is it doesn't matter who steps in. It really doesn't matter who steps in. Mm-hmm. People are only gonna try to compare it to the cartoon. Yeah and i i hope will smith tries to make it his own and not try to approximate what it is yeah. cuz that's the only way that it's going to work if you go in it and you go okay it wasn't robin williams but it was you know he made it his own character he wasn't trying to be robin williams and failed he was trying to be his own thing i'm hoping that's what's going on
1: yeah and will smith is a big enough name and a, you know big enough personality to be able to do his own thing so yeah we'll see we'll see um i will say you know Because we did Ferngully not too long ago, the character of Batty, just you know, and Robin Williams' fantastic performance that did give me more and more of an appreciation, and I want to rewatch Aladdin because I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah. But it is a really amazing performance, maybe the top singular voice performance of all Disney time.
0: Yeah. It's very very likely. I would agree, and I you're probably we're probably not alone. Yeah. So if people if if we if we rated characters I would, this would the genie would be number 1 on mm-hmm. so many people's list. Yeah. yeah, very likely. So, so. all right, sir, your number 1. All right,
1: my number 1 uh, is a movie that obviously didn't make your list. It is absolutely in that late 90s genre of uh, Disney films. Um it's one obviously I hold in a massive nostalgic light. Particularly because I think it has some absolutely stunning songs. One in particular that I love above all others, um, other than like the power line songs mm-hmm. from um, from a Goofy movie. Now those those are separate because they don't they're not like they're not musical songs. Those are songs that are actually just songs in the movie that are played as songs. Right. The the song of "Be a Man" in Mulan that is like an actual musical kind of song is my favorite of all Disney, like musical songs. When that ever comes on, on like on my iTunes or like if I'm playing, you know, whatever, if that's in the movie or or if that's whatever, anytime I hear that or just start singing I belt that fucking song. I know every (laughs) goddamn word to be a man. Uh, And it's not just because of that song. The story is really good. The, Animation is really, really strong in, obviously I'm talking about Mulan. I think Mulan is such a great movie. Um, Eddie Murphy as Mushu is really funny. He's not as good as Robin Williams, of course not, but he is really good in that part. Um, I, I, I really enjoy the storyline. Donny Osmond is, is a good, you know, main guy. Um, Genghis Khan is not a strong villain by any means. He's not one of the best Disney villains, but it's not about that. You know, the story, you know, he's just kind of like, you know, he's just a catalyst for shit happening to get Mulan into the army. You know, that is the, is the main storyline, and I find it just such a really good movie, and I've rewatched it maybe the last, you know, five years, and to me it really holds up. If you haven't seen it, I would be honored to show it to you sometime and see what your thoughts are. Uh, but yeah, for me, Mulan is my my absolute favorite and I think it's um, I think it's well deservedly so.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, you can definitely see the uh, the discord in our our age range pretty mm-hmm. much by the selections of movies that we had. And obviously there is and would be some crossover. Um, but I think it's the positioning of where everything is is really where where it shows. Um I don't think either of us have had movies that the other hated. No. I mean, uh, well, I don't know if there'd be any
1: on the Disney list that I absolutely hated. Just trying to think right. of them. I mean, even uh, it, yeah.
0: even if even if, you know, even if like something like Cinderella had shown up, Cinderella yeah. is not obviously it's not, you know, it's not uh made for us, really. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really made for for little boys, it was made for little girls. But that in itself is is a movie that I could, if I had to, which I've had to, you know, <laughs> sit down and watch. It's you know, it's I wouldn't say I hated the movie. I would just say it's just not a movie made for me. Yeah. So fair uh, Ultimately, I think some solid lists. Obviously, uh, I need to find the time to watch your number one and two because I've well, never seen them.
1: We will do that. I mean, you know, if you want to wait till we get those on uh, uh, onto. Onto this podcast, we will make it happen, um, or if not, well, you know, I would not be ashamed if you just want to go ahead and watch it anyway. Uh, I will say there is there is going to be a live action Mulan movie. It's you know, at least I just see that on IMDb as well. I don't mm-hmm. love that. I don't need that. Um, apparently, it's going to be coming out potentially in twenty twenty. They're just they're just doing all this shit, man. Like just come out with some new new yeah, stuff. I don't get, need get the some rehash. new stories. But I mean, granted, you know, we have a whole part of our you know other episodes of our podcast dedicated to recasting (laughs) stuff so whatever yeah Uh, that's fine too so i mean it happens stories get retold it does happen and some people need to just stop whining about it so i'll try and just shut up
0: because (laughs) sometimes it's okay to retell stories all right and that is our top 10 disney animated movies of the 20th century join us next time as we do a Patreon request from our patron Steve Wilhelm. He asked us to do the 1995 movie Tommy Boy, review the 90s TV series Home Improvement, and do a recasting of Home Improvement. If you'd like us to review your favorite TV shows or movies, you can join us on Patreon by going to patreon.com backslash If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can email us at blastfromourpast@gmail.com. at gmail.com or find us on Instagram or Facebook by searching at Blast Pass Cast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time.